You're listening to Pushing It Uphill, and we are literally pushing it uphill. It's time for another update from the road. Peter, we have made it to Moffat on day nine, is it? Yes, day nine. We're in Bonnie, Scotland. And, uh, well, it's taken us, yeah, nine days, but that's really nothing compared with... Remember that big rock at the start at Nantwich? It was right near the start there on the river, uh, a boulder, which, according to uh, Richard Barrett, our, uh, our guide leader from the Cicerone book, he said that that was deposited by a glacier in the Ice Age and they have estimated that it took that glacier 3,000 plus years to take the rock all the way from Scotland and deposit it there in Cheshire. So it only took us three days from there to get up to Scotland. So we've we've left the glacier for dead. But actually we didn't just, we actually did move at a pace today. We have been glacier-like at some stages, but today we did move quickly. <laughs> we did. That was my yay of the day actually, was having a tailwind for the first time. Uh, it had mostly been on the nose, although we didn't always notice, haven't always noticed it, but certainly noticed the tailwind today. We uh, started in Penrith and covered 114.22 kilometres, uh, 839 metres elevation gain, uh, averaging 23.7 kilometres per hour. We have this navigation app called Kamut, and we, because we've been taking country lanes for the first eight days, it'll, it'll say turn right and then travel on this road for 500 metres or 1.5 kilometres or whatever that is. And I remember yesterday I said to you, I said, Peter, this just told us that we stay on the same road for eight kilometres. And we're like, well, that seems quite a long way because we are literally just making so many turns. Well, today we had a run into Carlisle with a tailwind slightly downhill and we were sitting on, you know, probably 40 kilometres an hour and just doing turns turn after turn for probably 20 minutes or so. Yeah, uh, I'm, and I'm it, working in miles per hour and uh, I'm pretty sure we got over 30 mph today. Excellent. Yeah, so that was that was my yay of the day. It was teamwork makes the dream work, just doing rolling <laughs> turns uh, and absolutely flying. The And the Kenny and Michael, the bikes, were just r- running smooth. There's nothing quite like when you've got a tailwind and you can just hear the bike fizzing along as you as you go so that was an absolute yay and actually it today wasn't really as scenic as other days it was actually quite a workmanlike day in in every way the roads are a bit rough and we were um not a lot of views but that was still one of the highlights of my trip was doing that big turn and and actually we sort of finished that uh, right on the outskirts of Carlisle, beside the beautiful race course there, where they'll be racing on Monday on the flat. One of the nicest looking race courses I've ever seen. I'm not one for, for gambling, but I might look in the form guide and see if there's any sort of omen bet running at Carlisle <laughs> on Monday that might fit in with our Le Jog. Well, we've seen so many things and been to so many places. I'm sure we could uh, draw a <laughs> relatively short bow and get some sort of omen out of some filthy nag at Carlisle. <laughs> uh, you touched on Michael and uh, Kenny, our bikes. If you haven't worked it out, 
by now. It was a long, it was day one or two. We talked about it. Mm. Uh, yours is Kenny Loggins, and mine is Michael McDonald, two yacht rock uh, stalwarts. Um, they've had their moments, but gee, they've handled it pretty well up till now, haven't they? Because we've had we've thrown a lot at these uh, enduro road bikes with twenty eight uh, mil tyres. We're not going to say anything about punctures because that just brings bad luck, but. Um, it was pretty rough at one stage today coming out of Jesse's tunnel, wasn't it, under the uh, railway line there? But uh, they're go- still going strong. They are going strong. I've got a bit of a gear problem. I've got a weird thing with my rear cluster where it seems to be sticking on one gear, which can be annoying if you're trying to do a rapid change at an intersection or something. You have to actually shift up two to go down because it's actually... It's not even like the old those who do cycle when you get the two ups one downs when you when your cassette starts getting a bit out of uh, needs a bit of a retune. It's actually just doesn't go at all. Um, you we, can fix it. You can fix it. You fixed mine in Devon when I couldn't get into the granny gear and it was just crunk crunk crunk. I, I think it might have been after I had that little bit of a fall. I might have banged banged a hanger or something. Might have mm. even bent it a little bit. I don't know. But you just got your uh, Allen keys out and did a bit of magic. So why can't you do that on yours this evening? Uh, because what I don't want to do is something to it and then break it and then be in Moffat with no bike shop is exactly why. So I'm just going to suck it up. And if we wander past a bike shop, um, you know, it's only, actually, it's only four o'clock our time. We it could find Saturday, a bike shop and, oh, it's Saturday yeah. when well, nothing's open. It's been pretty quiet, hasn't it? A very quiet Saturday. One of the ladies we dropped in uh, in a town uh, back at Loch Maben, mm. uh, beautiful bakery there. We were looking again for water and we were going to buy a cake or two, but she said, I'm sorry, we've closed. I've been up since five. Had a busy day? Well, not really. Isn't it how quickly that Scottish accent has just appeared in uh-huh. on the border at Gretna, the, the girls in the coffee shop there at the old toll house where everybody stops that's doing end-to-end. Their accent was sort of indeterminate, but by the time we've got here to Moffat, uh, it's it's full-on Scottish and a little, we'll have, we're going to have to work to understand everything that's said to us. Yeah, the, the um, people walking down the street, you just actually can't understand them. I'm sure if they're looking you in the eye... You might have a, have a better chance of, of understanding what they're saying. And did you have a yay of the day, Peter? I did. Uh, well, I did. I have been looking forward to uh, singing two songs to you, Helen Wheels, as we came into Carlisle City, which never looked so pretty, the wing song. And then, of course, at Gretna Green, it had to be Leo Sayers' Moonlighting. We're only 10 miles from Gretna, there's 300 behind. And you got to hand it to Leo. He was spot on in terms of the maths, wasn't he? Because the signpost backed up everything he said there. So uh, Yes, those who have a podcast, uh, if you're listening on Spotify, we'll put the photo up for this episode with Peter standing under the sign, which shows that Leo Sayer was, was spot on with his uh, lyrics. And I had a can of Iron Brew. We both have uh, tasted this Scottish uh, staple of liquid refreshment for the first time. Verdict on Iron Brew? It's like Shinotto, I think, the um, Italian sort of burnt orange-tasting drink. Yeah, okay. Yeah, cross between that and Fanta, I would have thought. Yeah. Uh, But not too bad. We might have another Iron Brew before the ride's out. But my yay of the day was sitting in a a churchyard... uh, 
having lunch with the lovely cheese and chutney sandwiches which you are providing every day thank you so much Adrian it's great not to have to try and find a shop at lunchtime we can just plonk down anywhere we like but that uh, red sandstone kirk yard with the graves it was so peaceful there was a farmer cutting hay uh, and that was about the only noise uh, and the, it had been beautifully mown and I've could have laid there for the afternoon because it is, has been an overcast day today just the odd little spot of rain but very little wind and that was just uh, that was just heavenly sitting there it was in a town called Dalton uh, which so look it up they actually have a Thai restaurant somehow I'm not quite sure it's in the middle of nowhere um, although it might not have been open for a while it might not have survived COVID and we are sitting in a graveyard right now it's a very spooky church graveyard in the middle of Moffat uh, which is very overgrown. There's ravens flying over the top of us as we speak. I think they're rooks to be exact oh, but they're, right. I think they're a member of the COVID family as well but uh, the COVID sorry <laughs> you mentioned COVID. Uh, yeah this is a bit spooky this one and they're the biggest gravestones around here that I've ever seen and they've got well, a book written on them, but this one we're sitting under here, John Pagans, what's, who's, who was he, Ado? So near this spot, this, I've just read what's on here, this might be a good ending because we're just coming to our 10-minute uh, cut-off on our recording. Uh, near this spot is interred the remains of John Pagan, late cattle salesman, Liverpool... It's good that he's late, isn't it? It would be terrible if he was still, <laughs> he was still alive. alive. And tenant... <laughs> Of Brekenside in this parish, who died at Inverness, 16th of July, 1851, aged 60 years. This monument is erected by his numerous friends in testimony of their high respect and his public and private character. Thanks for listening to Pushing It Uphill. Remember, every dollar you donate to our ride for Muscular Dystrophy Tasmania goes directly to help purchase a wheelchair-accessible vehicle for a family in southern Tasmania as they meet the many challenges muscular dystrophy throws up in their lives. You can find the link to donate in our show notes. Thanks to our in-kind sponsors who have helped us along the way. Corcoms, Creative Imagery, Trail Science, Cradle Mountain Wilderness Village, the Tasman Hotel and the Coles Bay Triathlon. <laughs>